within fucking Game Pass, which is launching within the Xbox console. Yeah. Uh, Your launchers are launching launch. Uh, Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast, Halloween Spooktacular. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. I'm Bobby. I'm a banana. (laughs) But if you're watching, you can only, you can't see the top of the banana there. So it's a little confusing. Just looks like you're wearing a yellow hoodie. (laughs) An oversized yellow hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. With my headphones inside. The whole thing's a debacle, guys, but I'm, and I'm hot. I'm I'm always naked, and this is a sweater, and so it's I'm not doing well here, but yeah. I'm doing it for the people. Yeah, even well, though it's not funny, you can't tell. We're, we're recording this on Halloween, uh, kind of an early episode for us, ten o'clock in the morning. So you know, hopefully you're watching us on uh, Twitch here, but you know we probably got a lot of listeners out there, probably in church or something on a Sunday morning. And I know what you're thinking. Well, what was Emilio gonna do without drinking? I'm drinking, <laughs> having a truly, truly. Uh, Truly dedicated is what I would say. Uh, all right. Well, it's been an exciting week here. Lots of stuff happening. Lots of video games. Um, no Nick today, unfortunately. He's got yeah. some other stuff going on. Apparently you have to hang out with his family. It's mm. more important. Mm. Priorities. Priorities. Yeah. He's at DLG Con, guys. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> We've told that guy. Uh, last yeah, last uh, night was the fourth time we corrected him that it wasn't this weekend, and he just kept thinking it. So we're planning it. He's like, "Oh, you guys are going to do the podcast from DLG Con? How's it going over there?" We're like, "What is wrong with you, dude?" <laughs> and he wasn't kidding. It would have been kind of funny if he was kidding. No. Now I'm kind of worried. <laughs> He's got other things on his mind. Yep. But DLG Con is going to be next week. So our next episode, we're going to be recording it live from there. And it's not going to be like our usual episode. We're just going to check in, say hi to some of the listeners, get them on the mic, and um, keep it kind of short because usually it's a, it's a mess. Yeah, and we might have a – we haven't <clears throat> decided whether or not we're going to do it, but we might do like a just a fly-in-the-wall kind of live stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some, we might have a days. camera up. We're going to be doing a lot of tabletop gaming. Um, Emilio, you're bringing your computer out, so yeah. we'll be setting that up, and maybe we can, you know, get some real gaming. Unfortunately, uh, Deep Rock Galactic, the big update comes out on the fifth, the day that I'm driving out there. So, mm. you know, I'm going to have to hold off on that for a little while, but you know, it's worth it for DLG Con. I, when you said I'm going to have to, for one second, I was like. I thought you were going to say step off of DLG. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Priorities. Here. Priorities. So uh, Deep Rock Galactic, DLG Con, then, uh, then family. I got my priorities straight. Yeah. Here. Why do you think we've been around for eight years? Because we put DLG first after <laughs> D- DRG. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about some games that are coming out. The first one I want to talk about is Ziggurat 2. And I had no idea there was a sequel to this game. We've talked out. about Ziggurat 2, dude. I've played it. Okay. And we talked, but it was a long time ago. Um, it must have been because I've yeah. forgotten about it. I, when I saw this, I was like, oh, yeah, they were making a sequel. Um, but I I don't remember us talking about it. The first Ziggurat game, it is a first person shooter roguelike. Uh, a lot of those popped up. Um, you know, a couple years ago, and a lot of them are pretty good too. Uh, there was Ziggurat, um, the Mummy one, like in in oh uh, yeah, yeah, what yeah. was that? The, something uh, of time, Sands of Time. No, no, it was like something of the undead. God, I can't remember. Hmm. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it, it was two words. Oh, it was like something immortal redneck. That's what it was. Oh, the immortal redneck, which 
kind of a strange name, but uh, these games are actually pretty fun, and I really enjoyed Ziggurat. Uh, I always meant to go back to it and just kind of, because you, you don't really beat these games. There's so much to unlock, and like every playthrough is different. Um, I always meant to play this a little bit more, but now it looks like I can just skip right on to the sequel. Judging from everything that they've released, um, it looks like it's going to be more of the same. Which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, better graphics, more action. Yeah. Uh, outdoor environments that that they have that in the first one um but the i guess not the selling point but one of the bigger things here it's like a shooter but there's no guns it's all magic based so you have wands and books and you're um, shooting spells so that opens up a lot more options for like what you could do you have like tons of different things you shoot but it's very gun like Mm -hmm. yeah it's still like projectile based yeah uh it really reminds me of Hexen in a way, just seeing like the wands and the spells being cast out there. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone remembers that old game from the nineties. Uh, but this game actually is already out. It came out October 28th, not too long ago. Reviews are pretty good and it's, it, it's at twenty two forty nine on the price. I, I feel like the other one was a little bit cheaper, what but odd name, odd number. Yeah. twenty two forty nine. Weird, weird price point, but hmm. just for that, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> How much was the first one, or how much is the first one now? If we click on that, because still a solid game. That one is thirteen forty nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Ziggurat too, check it out. All right, so um, it's Halloween, but I don't like playing scary games because I'm a little bitch. So I wanted to bring up um, Little Nightmares two. Uh, I haven't played it, but I beat the first one. I thought it was fantastic, and it was at the perfect level of scariness for somebody who doesn't like scary games it's just creepy you know it's a 2d mm-hmm. side scroller beautiful graphics and extremely creepy um people's limbs are incorrect and proportions are weird and you know in ways that just i don't know it's unsettling i guess it's like a tim burton movie kind of yeah totally uh did you play it Bob? i did not oh um yeah, you should give it a shot. I, you would be terrified. No. Um, so, Little Nightmares 2 uh, got overwhelmingly positive as well. I believe it's at 95%. Um, and so, just a shout out to people that don't regularly play uh, scary games. This is a good mm-hmm. jumping off point. It's like a puzzle platformer, right? Yeah, a puzzle platformer. Uh, a, a lot like Inside. Yeah, yeah, or Limbo. Or, or Limbo, yeah. Yeah, those games. Yeah, no, it looks great, and neat. like everybody has talked up the first one. Uh, what's this at? Twenty twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Yeah, hmm, not bad. Um, Mila's out there playing Little Nightmares one right now. I put it on for her for Halloween. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, I walked out there, and I, I she looked at me. And her eyes were wide open. <laughs> she's uh, we never like she doesn't watch scary stuff at all. <laughs> but you know, she's nine. Like it's time to introduce the baby stuff. Yeah. Um. So Zap put on the last stand on uh, on the radar. Last stand aftermath. I believe the last stand was a um, it's a zombie survival game on a flat on Flash. You know, one of those games where you go and play. oh my god, I totally remember that game. Yeah. I played so much of that. Like back when Flash games were huge, like in the mid two thousands, I uh-huh. played a ton of this game. It was actually a really good a really good Flash game. Dude, I went to uh, I went to the site just to see if I could get some video of the first game. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like 12 million people uh, had played on that website on that game. 
Wow. Yeah, that's a lot, dude. Yeah, this was a big one. So the game itself, the original Last Stand game, was like almost like plants versus zombies, except you were just a guy on the right side of the screen, like shooting down the zombies that came at you, and you would like fortify mm. your defenses, and then you would get new weapons to mow them down. It was a it was a very simple but really well made game. This looks a little different. Like you weren't just fortified on one side of the screen. Um, it's like an isometric uh, run around, shoot people kind of action game. Yeah. Um, it, but it does have survival in it. Um, I saw things of like people getting um, recipes and stuff like that. So I think there's a survival aspect mm-hmm. to it as well. Um, but you know, it looks good. Uh, I like that, that isometric look um, twin stick shooter type thing. And it has um, a roguelike roguelite um parts of it so i think you i think you roll a character and you get whatever stats Mm -hmm. and then you play again and you get a different character with different stats and different like uh, abilities like one was an herbalist or whatever it sounds a little bit like project zomboid just a little bit Mm -hmm. if if shit dude if shit went down like i have zero skills to fucking like to i'm not an herbalist i'm not like a a gun (laughs) a weaponsmith Dude, well, not, that's that's like everybody though in the modern world, dude. Yeah. Like we would be screwed if there was a zombie apocalypse because everyone's like a, a project manager or some like title that doesn't really mean they do <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, um, this is on the screen we're showing right now the original game of The Last Stand, and yeah, dude, this takes me back. I played a lot of this. Uh, you you upgrade to different guns, you get like different perks. It was for a flash game in the mid two thousands. This was really well made. I definitely played this. Uh, Not a lot of it, though. And what's the... um, So the release date on The Last Stand Aftermath is November 16th. They don't have a price on it yet, but they do have a demo that you can check out. I would put it at 20, 30 bucks, I would guess. Yeah, that seems about right. Hmm. Uh, The last thing uh, I'm putting on here is the one shot. It's a peripheral. I don't know what to call it. It's a gun. Um, I don't know if I like it or dislike it. It It seems like a total gimmick. So it's it's it looks like a laser rifle I guess and you could play it sideways and then kind of like you would hold a regular controller and then the it swivels and turns into a gun which turns into like your mouse cursor for first person shooting. So the idea is if you're playing a third person shooter you control your character in a regular way, and then when you go ADS, that's when you swivel and turn to gun. Wow! And then and so you it, start shooting. it's like a controller that turns into a super scope or menacer on the fly, like yeah. in the middle of the game. You're just yes. like whip. Yeah, wow. exactly. That's I don't know. What it to seems think a little it. gimmicky. Yeah, I yeah. don't know, but I don't know. It, it's kind of cool. I think it, yeah, it, I think it's kind of cool. I like the look of it. It looks like it feels. Um, like it was not a cheap piece of plastic. I don't know what to think of it. I mean, it's, it, it would be, I would say for a first person game for sure. But the other thing is like, if you're playing a first person shooter that mm. doesn't have the third person part, I think you can control the game still from that other aspect. So you can move around. I think for a first person, uh, first person shooter game, uh, single player, I think, it would be really good, actually. I think it would be fun and immersive. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of games out there that used to use 
the light gun, um, you know, on old, older consoles, that would be really fun to re- relive and play. I remember I had one on Sega Saturn that I really enjoyed. But there's also new games being made that use this technology. And you can buy a light gun for your PC, but it's not super cheap and it's not, um, it's not super easy to set up. This looks a little more fluid. So I don't know how light guns work. How, how do... It's like a, a Wii controller. They've got a receiver that okay. you that you have to put there and then the the gun I don't know how the technology works like so this one cha- works differently this one has a, a separate laser that you cast onto the screen from the lower part like a projector and then the and then it detects where the lasers pass through um, oh, so it's okay. like really accurate yeah yeah so really interesting or isn't that how the Wii works I don't know I never had a Wii the Wii is like a like a remote like a whatever, like a remote control. You, like, okay. like you said, it has a receiver. All right. Huh. I have two problems with this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, Edward Norton is in the video and it's bothering me. <laughs> and two, uh, the footage they've used to showcase like the accuracy, they're hitting, they're not hitting any, like this, the guy who's well, playing the footage is just bad at shooting. Well, the guy's not playing, dude. Most likely. Well, okay, fine, but he's bad. Whoever, whoever is the footage is bad. What What's the price on this? Do we know? I don't know. Let's is it, it even close to being released? This seems like something Razor would make. World's first targeting gun-shaped controller. Hmm. So odd. All right. No price on it? Yeah, I don't think it's there yet. I don't... It's probably not close to being released. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I'm glad people are trying things out. Yeah. All right, uh, before we move on to the games that we're going to talk about, just another reminder, Deep Rock Galactic coming out November 5th. We didn't really talk about it too much last week. I said there's like a huge update, but there were a lot of details we didn't really go over, like uh, the rival mining company that you're going to be fighting against, a bunch of robots, basically. Yeah, um, but... What I want to get up before we get into that, I thought it was interesting that their updates are now going to be themed, thematic, and, and named, right? Mm-hmm. So that helps them develop. You start with the story, and then you come up with the mechanics to fit the story. So yeah. I thought that was fucking, you know, yeah. that's that's perfect thing. What they, they have the game where they need to, where they want it, and mm-hmm. now it's all about, like, extras, bells, and whistles, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you come up with fresh new ideas? You give yourself parameters. And a story, and kind of like what we were talking about with magic, where they start with the story and then they, mm-hmm. then they make the cards. So yeah, they've really set it up to um, give this game a long lifespan, and it's going to be a free season pass that they're going to do every time. Which is, I don't know if I've seen that before. We've seen the season pass, but for a free season pass, I, I was thinking about it today when I when I was watching those that the same trailer that we're talking about right now about like um, the corporation and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how are these guys making enough money? these days do you, th- do you think they just kept their their team really small i just i don't know i feel like they just made a lot of really smart decisions and didn't overstep like they didn't try to the, the thing that i think makes ghost ship so good is that they don't really take their player base for granted they're never trying to exploit them right so they have dlc that you can buy that's all cosmetic and the cosmetic stuff's really cool like yeah, there's yeah. a lot of cool stuff and as soon as i saw the alien one i bought it yeah, Sp- yeah. I, I, only, I hardly even play the game i was like this mm-hmm. is 
right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. They got a lot of great stuff, but it does feel optional and like you don't really need it. So they haven't really come out with any updates that you had to pay for that completely changed the game. And then they've just at the, they've just kept to like that ideology, like, let's just make a really good game and the game will sell itself basically. So yeah. I but mean, at a certain point, like, yeah, you can only sell so many you copies. You can only sell right? so many copies. Yeah. And, and they're, and they're down, uh, they're, pay for DLC is not much. There's not much out there. I think there's like three things you can get and they're all. Well, there's a lot more now, but yeah, it's not, it's not a ton. It's not what you could run a company on. I don't mm-hmm. really think. Yeah, I they, think they probably just kept, they probably never swelled the company. They probably kept, that's why the, yeah, that's probably what it is. But well, I've know. seen pictures of their entire development team and it's a, it's a pretty good size. I mean, they're not a triple a developer though. Right. So, and, and it is nice that they, you know, when, when we've talked to, to Soren um, with deep or with go ship. Like he's always said uh, when we asked him like, you know, what's next, well, are you going to work on any new projects? And they're just focused on the game, deep rock yeah. galactic, you know, they're just going to continue working on this. Yeah. And it's, it really is like, it, it changed so much and it feels like going back to it. You, I, I take a couple months off. I go back and it's like a whole new game pretty much. So. Imagine us that play like even it more infrequently. Mm-hmm. And then we come in and we're like, Fucking new graphics, new effects, yeah. new particle physics. It's great. Yeah. So yeah, they're going to have a rival robot company that you're going to be fighting against and you can like hijack some of them and get them to work for you. Um, there's also going to be uh, like any season pass, you unlock things the more you play, which is going to be really nice because I, I love playing the game and yeah, unlocking the stuff is nice, but I'm kind of at the point where there's not really any goals to achieve. So to have like a fresh new set of goals and something to work at will be, will be kind of nice. They have the daily or the weeklies, which is all right. But then, you know, you do it one day and you're just like, all right, pretty much nothing else to do now yeah. for a week. So, you know, I, I feel like the game's going to be able to bring people back more consistently. I just, uh, I hope, I hope they, they're, they did such a good job. I hope they're not only making money, but like making more money than mm-hmm. previous years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's all. They deserve uh, it. Like they should, yeah, they deserve it. Um, uh, maybe they have two types of season pass, one and a, and a bonus one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Listen up, Soren. <laughs> <laughs> After talking to him, I was like, I, I don't know if you remember. So I talked to him the first time, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's just a better person than I mean, all the way around. He's like funnier, <laughs> smarter. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about some games that we have played. Um, I have continued to play Back for Blood. Can't put this game down. So I just want to tell a few stories of interesting things that happened this week. Um, I have struggled and struggled to get through the maps on Veteran. And I've realized like it, it just takes like shooting the birds or a police car and setting off the alarm to completely throw a map. So you just have to be super careful about that. Um, I was playing with someone and he had his mic on, which happens quite a bit. All talk was on, didn't realize it. (laughs) And, and, oh my God, dude, like someone in chat even said like, Hey dude, your mic's on. You might want to turn that off. Didn't seem to notice it. Um, 
his wife or girlfriend was talking about a lot of stuff. His daughter was talking. I got to know this guy pretty <laughs> well, man, and his situation. That's all I'm saying. And then at one point, I totally goofed. There was a flare on the ground, so I didn't see these birds next to it. And I just ran in like an idiot uh. and just boom, like wasn't even discreet about it. Didn't accidentally shoot it because I, I take a lot of bullet penetration. So what happens is like, I'll shoot yeah, a zombie and then it goes through that zombie. And then like a hundred yards down the road, it hits like a security door and uh. then like we're screwed. That happens to me a lot, especially when I got the LMG and I'm just like, Prr. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah, dude. You got to be careful with the bullet penetration. I've, I've come to find out, especially when you got the LMG and you're just like letting off 50 rounds. Yeah. Um, but this was not that case, dude. I just went in like like an idiot and just ran right into birds in front of everybody. And then this guy with his hot mic was just like, ugh, dumbass. I was just like, <laughs> and I almost want to be like, uh, excuse me, bro? <laughs> but I couldn't really blame him. I mean, I, I did make a pretty big blunder. Um, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he continued to argue with his girlfriend about their marital strife or whatever. Oof. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, but then later... I got into a, uh, a group and there was a guy who was like a pro at this game. He mm. knew the maps front and back. He knew every little thing. He's like filling me in on all these little tips. Like, okay, if we all um, do the ping on the heal box, then the bot will go up and heal themselves for free. Okay, this part we want to do this and that. And like, he just knew everything. And he carried me all the way through uh, act one on veterans. Oh, so nice. I made a lot of pro uh, progress there and I learned quite a bit from this guy. Did and you friend had, them? Uh, yeah, I did, but who yeah. knows if I'll see him again, you know, but yeah, that was really, really informative and fun. And I've been learning a lot from Reddit too, on these builds, like apparently melee, you can really just get absolutely nuts with it. I saw you fucking posting fucking spreadsheets and shit, man. Your, your oh. balls deep, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the research, dude. Like yeah. that's what you got to do with this game. Because what I'm realizing is this game doesn't point out a lot to you. You kind of figure it out as you go. Like at first I was like, okay, I know some cars have alarms like in Left 4 Dead 2 uh -huh. and you can tell because they blink. And then I'm realizing, okay, it's just the cop cars that you got to watch out for. And then the thing with the healing, um, and then like somebody in reddit posted a really good explanation of just how the health bars work because it's just not clear i mean you have damage you lose health and then there's trauma damage which basically lowers your health cap you and then you have lives which is how many times you can get downed before you you die uh and then they said also hey the defibs everyone thinks they're useless but you can use a defib to revive somebody or, or to pick somebody up and it picks them up four times as fast and uh, reduces their trauma damage. Mm. So, you know, don't sleep on the defibs, basically. Uh. So, like, all these little details about the game, like, I'm starting to learn and I'm getting a lot better at it. But they, the game does not tell you any of this stuff, right. which, which seems strange. Um, but, yeah, I'm still having a good time good time with this. Uh, I'm I, I'm probably going to continue playing with it. Dude, dude so just... Nightmare is going to be fucking a little nightmare. Like, you can't make a single mistake. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you can't make a mistake right now. I mean, you can, and the team can recover, um, but you just, you don't want to do it, man. It's a big burden because it, it drains your ammo, ammo and yeah. like things can go south pretty quick. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times you can tell right away if you're, you know, if you're playing on veteran and you get into a map and you say, Hey, anyone got rifle ammo and nobody gives you any ammo, then you should just get the hell out of there, dude, because your team is doomed. 
Um, because if people can't even share ammo, there's no way that they're going to be able, or they understand like the more complex parts of this game. So did you figure out like on all levels, is it true? If you clear an area, it's clear. Like you don't have to worry. Okay. That's my other funny story. So remember last week I was like, oh yeah, they just hung out in this room when they triggered the event they killed the horde and they just waltzed across the bridge. No problem. So I'm playing with some of, uh, you know, our listeners and I'm like telling them this. I'm like, okay, let's hang out in this room. Yeah, don't worry. It's going to slow down any moment now. Two minutes later, I'm like, hmm, this is lasting kind of long. Five minutes into it, I'm like, mm, all right, guys, maybe I was wrong here because they don't seem to be slowing down. I think we should just run for it. So I'm not sure. But yeah, it does seem to be more like that where you clear an area and then they don't come back right. unless you trigger the birds right, or right, right, security yeah. door or something. Um, but yeah, still having a good time with Bag for Blood. Nice, man. I'm glad you're liking it. Um. So where am I at here? Oh, so uh, I finished Life is Strange episode one. I was tor- I was almost at the end uh, last time I talked about this game, and so I'm gonna load up part two, and it's like, hey, you should really go play the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit first. Um, it's a free game that we made. Do you remember this? I forgot about that. Me too. Yeah, yeah, I, I had forgotten about, about too. I remember putting it on the radar and being excited that it was. Um, uh, like a, it looked like a little boy about super that had superpowers, right? So I was like, I remember that, and then just kind of completely forgot about it. It's a free sing one single episode game. I wouldn't even. It's not even as long as a regular episode. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe you could finish it in an hour, but you could go up to probably three hours if you you know go after every single little thing. Um, so if you've never played uh one of these games. What's the company? Uh, don't nod. Yeah, yeah. Don't nod. If you haven't played one of their games, this is a nice spot to just like just go play. It's free. You know, it's got everything that the other games have, but it's just a little tiny snippet. And uh, I hope, like, if sad things bum you out, like this whole episode is entire. It's fucking. It's super sad, man. the The whole situation, the little boy. It's it sucks, and it sucks that people live in those kind of situations. And he's making the best of it because he's a little kid with great imagination. But yeah, it sucks. And um, so at the very end, I was like, "How does this tie in to uh, Life is Strange 2? At the very end, you see the characters from Life is Strange Two just kind of walk up to him. I won't mm-hmm. spoil anything. But um, I, I was like, "How does that make any sense?" So then I went back to the other game. And then, then it all started to make sense. Like, yeah, half about halfway through episode two of Life is Strange two, you kind of get to this kid's neighborhood, and I'm thinking that you're going to probably help him in this situation. I'm guessing, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, the whole way the whole thing the it played out, I was glad that I went to go play this other little game, and uh, I'm glad that they made this thing for free. Like, like I said, it's a although you can get all their first episodes for free, right? Probably. The first episode of each game, I believe. Is yeah, free. it's free. Uh, so you can start there, too. But this one is nice because it's a fini- uh, it's a beginning, middle, and end. All all right there in an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. God, I for- completely forgot about that game. 2018 is when it came out. And I, and something about Donod that I want to bring up there. I don't know put this. It's like... Yeah, you're playing a game, you're trying to get through it, but at the same time, there's several parts of the game where, like, 
you'll just put on music and lay down in the bed and it won't end until you push, you know, leave the room and you can just enjoy the music and the, the sweeping angles and stuff until, until you're, you're until you're done with it. But like, you know, I let it go for 30, mm-hmm. 40 seconds. I'm not just trying to run through this game. I'm yeah. And <clears throat> 80% of the information in the house, you know, posters, books, has nothing to do with you finishing the game. It's literally just information to tell you, enrich your understanding of the characters, and mm-hmm. thus, you know, have you in, uh, enjoy the regular, the the main story more. It's nice when the game lets you set the pace like that. <laughs> yeah, That's absolutely. something that always bugs me about some games is when I feel like I'm just being held hostage by like dialogue lines or, you know, other, other parts of the game cut scenes, but yeah. You could skip right past dialogue in this game. You could just like not mm-hmm. answer. And they're, they're always, you know, they always have an answer for you not answering or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like, uh, another one of those was he has a tree house and he has a lookout point in his tree house cause he's captain spirit. And you know, this is where he surveys, um, and make sure everything's going all right. Yeah, and it's fucking, you know, nice acoustic music, and he's just, like, sitting there. You you get the idea that he does this every day, just sits at his perch, and it's really nice. Hmm. (coughs) Nice for nice sake is what it is. Yeah. (coughs) Cool. Bobby, you played a giant game. Oh, yeah. So October 28th, big day, big day, um, Age of Empires 4 came out. We've been waiting for this one for a while. Uh, I played it. Christian and I played it. Um, and I got to say, man, I'm, I like it. It really feels like an age of empires game. Like it felt so familiar, familiar and yet new. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I was kind of surprised they didn't have as many races as they did. Um, but I imagine those will come in later DLC and my computer was struggling. I turned up all the graphics and I could tell when I was doing the edge panning, my, my computer was uh, struggling a little bit with that, but the, it looks very beautiful. The gameplay is just like what I remember from Age of Empires games. It and they've changed like a few little things, but they've really kept the spirit of the game intact. Uh, what's really cool is when you upgrade. Uh, now you upgrade your civilization. You know you make the jump to like level two, basically. And you get more different kinds of units and buildings and stuff that you can build. Uh, in the old Age of Empires games, you had to do that at your town hall. So you had to halt production on all your villagers or whatever upgrades you might have going on there, um, just to upgrade to a new a new age. And that was always kind of annoying. What they've done now is the way that you upgrade to the new age is you build a special type of building and you always get an option between two different types of buildings. So one may be like something that, uh, reduces the cost of these types of units or something. Another, another one may be one that, um, I don't know, affects like your farms or something like that. So you can kind of, uh, as you level up, yeah, you can, you can branch off into like these, um, different paths depending on how you want to play. And of course you can do that with the talents and, and upgrades that you choose at the buildings as well. But I, I really like this game. I like the UI. They kept it pretty simple and straightforward. I mean, there's a lot of detail that I just have not really uh, absorbed yet because I haven't spent enough time with the game. You know, like, okay, well, these units, uh, they get like plus 10 damage from this buff and they're good against these units. You know, just figuring out the whole numbers game, basically. I haven't quite got there yet, but... Um, 
it's looking really good, man. And just like some of the little details about this game, I really liked. I was building walls along a coast, which apparently wasn't a good idea because then I couldn't build my docks. I was playing the English mm. too. The English, no docks. Yeah, it was kind of a weird fit. Yeah. Um, but I was building walls along the coast, and I would build the wall like right next to a mountain, and then it would just automatically build this little section that would kind of go into the mountain. It looked like Lord of the Rings or something. Mm. It looked really cool, and it just really smooth and, and it's automatic. Yeah, just automatic, and you can actually put your put your units on top of the wall now. Like they can go up there and get like a height advantage for the archers. Little things like that that just feel so great. Um, I played the French, of course, and I was like, "All right, let's see if it, if they actually speak real French here." And uh, sure enough, they do. Like I could understand some of the things they're saying. And I know we talked about this with Age of Empires too, because I played the Turks constantly, just rush janissaries. I, in Warcraft Three, are I they in this game the Turks? No, but you can get cannon uh, cannon units. Oh, okay. there, there's not the Turks, but there is someone from there, like Delhi and uh, Abbasid. I can't remember, but from that area. But what what it was uh, interesting. I was talking to Christian about this when we were playing. Um, I rush riflemen in Warcraft Three. And then I spam Janissaries in Age of Empires 2. Apparently, like, I never noticed that pattern before. But uh, Are you a Zerg player, too? No, I don't play Zerg. Uh, no, okay. no I, I play human in, in Warcraft 3. But apparently, I just always go for, like, the um, for the ranged... Uh, rush. But the not, range rush. Yeah, the ranged, but not the uh, archery one. It's got to be, like, bullets. So huh. Yeah. It's uh, actually, legally, it's called range cheese. That's like range. your strategies, usually. Yeah. Chris, yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to add? Uh, no, we recreated Saving Private Ryan, and it was super, super fun. The game mm -hmm. is awesome. This yeah. is everything you, you could have wanted, right, guys? Yeah, yeah I, it's great. It's on Game Pass for free, too. Um, yeah, the situation he's talking about. So we on our second game, we were playing co-op, and... We were against a computer player on intermediate level and one on the step up from that just to make it a little more difficult. And this guy kept building wonders. So there's three win conditions in this game. And you can change this, of course. Sorry, are you playing 2v2? Two, 2v2, two two? Two two. Okay. yeah. So there's three win conditions in this. You can obviously just totally obliterate your enemy through combat, or you can capture all the relics and hold them for 10 minutes, or you can build a wonder, and as long as it doesn't get destroyed in 10 minutes, you win. 10 or 15. I, I assume that everybody knows that it's being built. And Oh, yeah. It'll announce like yeah. this has happened and it'll show a timer and everything. Um, so our enemy built a, a wonder and we're like, oh, great. We got to take that down. And I was I built like the fortifications around our little island. And I'm like, nobody's getting in here. And then <laughs> we got to get out of here. <laughs> and then they build the wonder. And I'm like, oh, docks. And then I couldn't build the docks. So uh Christian fortunately had uh, a navy and he s loaded up like a small army and, and the clock's ticking. Did he pick up your guys in his navy? Um, yeah. At one point in the game, he did oh, do that. Awesome. Yeah. But I was spamming longbowmen and that did not work out. So basically Christian won you this game? So, well, no, because I built a wonder on our area. I'm like, uh, well, I'll build a wonder. And if you can take that one down, then we win the game. Um, but now it's all on you. <laughs> building the wonder was the easy part for, for me. But a lot of resources, sent, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah, a ton of resources. But he sent his troops in there and they just got mowed down. But these two little giant cannons snuck in through the back and just got through and just managed to take down this wonder, just the two of them. Damn. It was... Um, it was With quite a sight to behold. left on the clock, dude. It was, it was Yeah, it was, yeah, the time was ticking down, man. You just called them little giant, oh, is that what they're called, little giant? Well, 
no, what are they called? Everything's got such a strange name, but they uh, look like these bombards. Long, bombards. They look like these long cannons, um, but they just kind of. I mean, I'm watching it, of course, uh, from the perspective up on high. So it's just it was kind of funny to watch these two little cannons just kind of scoot in and pew pew down this Damn. giant wonder and totally win us the game. That's awesome. Yeah. So we had a good time with it, man. Um, How many games did you guys play? Uh, we played two together. How many did you win? Um, well, we won. they were co-op games, oh. so, you know, yeah, else yeah. we're going to win. Yeah. Oh, of course you're going to win. Of course. You're playing against other people, two right? Seasons. No, no. We're playing co-op against the AI. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we should do some verses, though. That'd be cool. Although, I don't know, man. We played some verses, some 2v2s in uh, Warcraft 3, and that didn't go well for us. <laughs> is, is Christian a better... Uh, um, like RTS player than he has all the other video games because he he's not very good at anything else. Yeah, he's a little bit better. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, so I mean that's all he plays. Christian, right? you want to weigh in on this? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm like a pro at every game actually. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean you've played you've probably played as much Age of Empires as me. I'm guessing like this. Me no. Oh, uh, well, well, Christian, you have. Yeah, I've played a lot of Age of Empires, and this yeah. is so familiar. It's it's really similar to Age of Empires, too. I mean, funny story, my first paycheck that I ever made, like the first time I ever had a job, which was a terrible job, like going out trying to sell newspapers door to door, first paycheck I ever made, and it was like 60 bucks, I spent it on Age of Empires 2, nice. and just played the hell out of that game for Plus, so yeah. long. And you earned it yourself, dude. It makes yeah, it exactly. Money. Like the first money I ever earned, I spent on Age of Empires 2. Best money I ever spent. <laughs> my first check ever... Uh, they, for some reason, they don't pay you the first week, so it was two weeks and one check, mm-hmm. and I got like, something like two hundred and sixty bucks, dude. I thought I was like gonna move out of my house. Like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I'm dude. so rich. Like, <laughs> you just, yeah, it's insane. You're like, God, dude, being an adult's easy. <laughs> uh, so, Learn about taxes. Oh yeah, because I had done my the math. I was like, I I worked this many hours mm-hmm. at this rate. I'm gonna get like six hundred bucks or whatever it yeah. was. <laughs> Oh, and then life beats you down it's progressively true. over the years. But yeah, dude, Age of Empires 4, totally recommend it. It's 60 bucks on Steam, which is wild. It's so crazy to see like a game for $60 on Steam and then free on Game Pass. It's almost like Game Pass is a good thing, Bobby, <laughs> that we should all have. That's what I've been hearing. So speaking about Game Pass, uh, Game Pass. Um, so a former PC gamer was at my house last night. He brought the kids over and we were like hanging out and stuff and so i was watching i was showing him modern pc gaming mm-hmm. and i was like dude it's all about game pass you don't have to fucking play you know if you're a casual player yeah. anymore you don't have to buy all this stuff so i'm showing it to him and he's like oh yeah, yeah. like what's what what has the best graphics and i'm like um well what i have installed right now is probably cyberpunk so i showed him that and he's mm-hmm. like wow that's you know incredible blah 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 and then um he's like uh I was like, but I still think Star Wars Battlefront. Anyway, telling a long story just to get to this point. Um, I saw Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I'm like, Mm. oh, I'm going to install this. So I I, I always complain about, like, I don't know how to start Game Pass, right? Mm -hmm. So this is how I'm doing it currently. I start game Xbox console. And when you launch that about... The majority of the time, 80% of the time, there's a little window there that says launch Game Pass within of Xbox console. And then I click on that and then Xbox uh, and then uh, Game Pass launches. That's how I'm doing it now. Then I wanted to get Jedi Fallen Order. So 
I clicked on that to download it. Guess what? There's a third fucking browser or fucking launcher. Uh, EA, it's called EA Desktop. Oh, okay. That launches within fucking Game Pass, which is launching within the Xbox console. Yeah. Uh, Your launchers are launching launchers. Oh, jeez, dude. Uh, it, it was uh, Launcher Inception. Yeah. And it fucking... Launchception. I, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, dude, I forgot about that EA desktop. And it has to be EA desktop. It can't be the Origin no. Launcher or something. It's got to be the, the new one. Yep. Yeah, that's annoying. But good game, though, man. I got to go back and play Jedi Order or Jedi Fallen Order. I haven't installed it. It'll probably got, just sit there forever. I got to finish it. I actually made it pretty far into that game. Um, I noticed with uh, Xbox Game Pass, so they have the ultimate version and the, the basic version or whatever. Now, the basic version is what I happen to have right now until like middle of January or so, until my three-month trial is up. Um, the ultimate version is what gives you the GE Force now, like the remote thing, because I was on my Mac and I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if I could just load up like any game here? Because I hear everyone talking about that. It's like- yeah, you don't need not work, but like when I'm at my girlfriend's house, because I'm still in the middle of that flood thing. But um, there's, uh, I, I hear everybody talking about how you don't even need to get an RTX 380. You can just play everything on GeForce now. So I'm like, yeah, let's give this a shot. And then apparently you need the ultimate to be able to do it. Which is nine ninety nine a month? Or maybe yeah, it's a. I think it might be fourteen ninety nine a month, and the basic is nine ninety nine. But I would love to test that out. I know from our listeners, I know Warconius has recommended that and said that works really well for him because he's on the go quite a bit. Yeah. But that just seems incredible that you could just literally load up any anything from Xbox Game Pass, no matter what platform you're on. Because right. the problem I run into on my Mac is that there's just there's still a lot of games that don't run on Mac. Yeah. There's a lot to, that do, but there's a lot right. that don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not un, uncommon to just have zero compatibility with Mac, but if you're playing with, um, with the whole like, uh, Xbox, what do they call that? And it's not GE force. Now it's their version of that where you can play it remotely basically, but I forget what it's called. Yeah. My, uh, contact is launching a mutant anyway right now. Dude, I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Okay, here we go. We got we got those up. Play over 100 high-quality PC games, Xbox Game Studios. I don't know if they have a name for it. I think they might just include it within the ultimate, the ultimate pass that you get. But that includes like, uh, like all those console games as well. Hmm. All right. Well, while Emilio's taking a break, let's uh, let's celebrate this um, Halloween by asking Christian some some spooky questions here. So, Christian, first of all, do they celebrate Halloween in Canada? Uh, yes, but it's always thirty days later in November. Wow! And your yeah. Thanksgiving is like weeks earlier, right? Uh, I don't know what American Thanksgiving is. We had our Thanksgiving like two weeks ago, so. Okay. Yeah, I'm just talking about the Halloween thing. Halloween's normal. <laughs> yeah, everyone dresses up. Yeah. Okay, do the whole trick-or-treating thing. I wonder if yeah. they do that in Europe. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird to think. Halloween, um, for me as a Canadian, was usually what around the time first snowfall happens. And I always see these American movies where it, it looks like, you know, just this nice fall atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So Halloween for me 
like lots of people dress up in like bulkier costumes because you're going out like as a kid you're going out and trick-or-treating and stuff yeah so that was always like the coming of winter boy so what are you doing this halloween um i dressed up as phil plate uh the astronomer and ran dressed up as the james webb telescope and uh we we threw a party last weekend for some of some of Rand's and mine friends. <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing that was the picture that you posted in Discord. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are you doing for Halloween? Oh, nothing. I'm gonna go over to my sister's house and I don't know, maybe hand out some candy if there's any trick or treaters and just hang out there for a little while. And that's about. If you were, it. if you were going to die, dude, like what would you dress up as? If I was going like, to die. You like you had to, or you were going to die. Like someone oh. was like, "You better fucking dress up, or I'm going to kill you." Um, I don't know. Maybe a pirate. I I wish I could be like super creative with the um with the Halloween costumes, like, but I'm pretty lazy when it comes to that stuff. There's costume wearers, and then there's not. I feel like there's two camps of people. <laughs> One is definitely more funner than the other. I'll, I'll let you guys figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh i i do want to bring up day of the dead I, I think i bring it up every year uh since dating samantha you know they're far more mexican than my family which is like further north and another generation uh away from from being from mexico but um they have like one foot in one foot out because like half of the family is there still mom comes over from mexico twice a week um which sounds crazy, but it's only 20 minutes away. Uh, so Day of the Dead, we do the altar. Um, it's in the front. There's pictures of the recently deceased, you know, fathers, um, grandparents, stuff like that. And it's super nice. Like, uh, I think everybody should do it. It's It's just like, you know, remembering. You never think about those people. And then to think of them all together at the same time because there's an altar, like, oh, yeah, you know, these people are all past. Sometimes you might think of uh, somebody because something reminds you of that one person. But to remember, you know, everybody and that life is limited and all that stuff all at once. It's nice every day you walk by it and you just think about the dead mm-hmm. as as a concept not j- and, and also them. Yeah, and it's also more of a, um, I don't know, sometimes we, we think about death and dying and, and, you know, the people who have passed on and we think of it in the context of it being really uh, sad and unfortunate. But I feel like with Day of the Dead, it's more like a remembrance and an honoring and, you know, they believe like the spirits come back and like visit you, but it's not like a spooky, scary thing. It's uh, it's a pleasant thing. So it's almost like a uh, a better relationship with with. You know, with death, with death, yeah. which is something that we all fit. And, face. um, it's, yeah, it's a little more celebratory. I don't think that, I don't, I don't think most people think that the spirits are out there or that alebrijes, which are like spirit creatures. If you've seen Coco, take them to the other side or anything mm-hmm. like that. But, um, yeah, the tradition is, I, I think it's healthy actually mentally mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah, definitely. And I think a lot of people have a general understanding of this through movies like, like Coco and, you know, maybe corpse bride or whatever um i i know my girlfriend has said in the past like she's 
she's been annoyed sometimes that like that's the only thing that people recognize Mexicans for is no, Day totally. of the Dead. Well, it's because they did they knocked it out of the park, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. It's colorful, like the whole yeah. like skeleton mask painting and, and the candy skulls and all that stuff. Like it's it's awesome. But yeah, it tends to be something that's all, always like whenever you talk about Mexican people, it's always just yeah, Day of the, the Dead or the food. Yeah, yeah. George Lopez has a joke that says that the, the food's more popular than the people. So that he, some guy just told him, Taco, get out of the way. <laughs> just called him a taco. Uh, oh, yeah. Grim Fandango. That's a good example. All right. We've got a lot of listener questions here. So we should get to that. A lot of spooky listener questions. Before we do, though, quick shout out to the Livingston subscribing for six months. Thank you very much. Uh, did you bring up what Nick said? Oh, yeah. Nick gifted some subs. He says, happy Halloween, everyone. Sorry I can't be there. And he gave away five subs. Oh, thanks, Nick. All right. First question coming from Burn Division. What's the sexiest horror character or creature? Pick one from gaming and one from movies or TV. Uh, when I was a kid, I mean, Elvira... She just oh, had those, yeah. you know, when you're a kid and there's giant boobs <laughs> and this is before everybody had giant boobs, you know, cause I think it was before like surgery. Yeah. That, this is like the early eighties. So I don't know if like, it, it wasn't a big, it wasn't everywhere, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, she, there was definitely something there. And even, is it, wasn't Morgana kind of hot? Yeah. Like she had something to Wait, her. Wait, Morgana? You know? You're talking about from the the mom that from the Adams family? family from the show? Yeah. Um. Uh. What is that? Alicia, Angelica Houston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I always thought the one from the original Adam, Adams family. She was really attractive, but yeah, definitely, definitely Elvira. That was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that Elvira. Uh, Mistress of the Damned or something, whatever that movie was that that she was in. Um, yeah, dude, that was great. Uh, but my answer to this question is actually both TV and gaming. I got to say the nurses from Silent Hill, right? Oof. Bit of a butterface, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if they even had a face, oh, do they man. have faces? I don't know. They're all bloodied in bandages, but Hey, from the neck down. Um, in gaming, uh, horror career, I would say. Ah, fucking Arachne, dude. <laughs> There's something she had big ass tits um, from uh, Smite. Uh, yeah, Smite I, was so ridiculous, though, with like the the portrayal of women in that. It was it was pretty ridiculous. The only one that wasn't like completely sexualized was Artemis. Look at her now, dude. Look at Alvarez now. It looks like she's a backup singer in Kiss. Yeah, well, I mean, when she puts up on uh, puts on all the makeup, she almost looks kind of the same. But and it's been like forty years. But I think she did something on Shutter, like she hosted some like a couple of movies on a, a Shutter special, um, and she was talking about how she was going to retire the character. She's been doing this for a long time, man, and she's been around for a long time. I she was on a podcast I was listening to once, and she talked about how she went on a date with Elvis. Oh shit! Like, oh my god, that's, Elvis and Elvira. Yeah. I mean, this was before she found the Elvira character. Oh, gotcha. But she was a um, a dancer, a showgirl uh, in, in Vegas. Uh, I'm, I, sure, I'm sure it was a date, dude. <laughs> have I told you guys the story of my first jerk-off? No. 
It's it's to Sylvanas icon in Warcraft Three. Look at look at what she's. She doesn't even have a the, neck, the undead Sylvanas, not the one yeah. before or when she was still human. Okay, no undead undead's like goth Sylva. I don't know. There's yeah. just something about it. It just it just got me going when I was playing Warcraft Three wow. as a young. It's amazing that you could get off to that, but that that's incredible. Yeah, I, I, I was amazing. I, I was amazing. <laughs> I was amazing. <laughs> I made myself come every time. Um, yeah, for video games, I definitely jacked off to, uh, uh, what do you call it? I've told this story before. Uh, Street Fighter to Chun-Li. If you made her jump. And you pause it. And you pause it, you can just see her ass and her thick thighs and the, oh, whole, wow. the whole thing. Yeah, she's basically naked. <laughs> so, I, at least once. Oh, my God. I don't like where this conversation's going. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, next I, question. I think that's the only time, I think. All right, next question from Days. She's got quite a few here, so let's see. The first one, this is a hypothetical situation. Think of the most disturbing nightmare of a boss that you and the DLG crew are fighting. It's a mix of video game villains. What enemies from which games would you pull to create the ultimate monster, both in looks and in stats and buffs? I can't, when I th- feel like ultimate bosses, I always feel go back to like the older final fantasies where it's like a tower of monsters. You know, it's just like one big statue of the, all these different forms mm. and you're going up. That was like oh, final yeah. fantasy three or something mm-hmm. like that. And like you go from, it was like devil forms at the bottom and there's angelic ones at the top. Yeah. And you like fight all these different, that last like floating Island where you fight Kafka. That's final fantasy three. How can you not like you're fighting gods basically, you know mm-hmm. that that's like a, really an end game boss. Um, if I were to mix some crazy shit in there, you know, one of my favorite boss fights was actually from divinity, original sin Two. I think it's on the second Island. There's this wolf creature that you run into big giant wolf guy. And he's got his little wolf minions with yeah. him. We blew him. We blew him up. We, I think in one playthrough we did. We I cheesed I, him somehow. Yeah. We figured out, um, we, we stun locked him. Is that what it was? Or yeah. something like yeah. that. We we did something like you had some ability where you were able to sunlock him, and then I just was able to DPS him down because he spawns his uh, minions, his wolves, and then he gives them like uh, an attack buff that'll stack, so it gets out of hand pretty quick. Uh, but we were able to prevent him from from doing that. But what was so cool about that was when we were fighting that that boss i remember zooming in and being like oh my god he's not just a big wolf he is like made of uh, tiny little wolves yeah. and there's all these little I, I wish i could remember his name so we could look him up here but he um it, it's almost like you know when you see the ghosts and there's like other ghosts like trying to get out of him and you see the face or something it's like that yeah. so he's like this this monster of a creature just amalgamation like, of a yeah, yeah like a mutated wolf yeah, wolves. Yeah, I just thought it was like a great character design. Yeah, there he is right there. Like he's got little wolves in him. Um, and it was a it was a well-designed fight too, like a really good fight. But uh, I just thought the design of that character was incredible. So I don't know. What are, what are we most scared of, Bobby, that we would... What, what giant thing would we feel... I feel like this of... is the end of Ghostbusters where they're trying to clear their heads and then conjure <laughs> the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Um, what am I most scared of? it's very specific dude like what i'm scared of like aliens at night like Mm -hmm. watching me not like alien out in the street in the middle of the day i'd kick his ass they're little you know what i mean (laughs) or at least he'd shoot me in a laser i I wouldn't be scared scared Mm -hmm. it would definitely be creepy um but 
Yeah, maybe the yeah. The unknown. That's why it's hard to put on there. Yeah, Something the you couldn't see. Yeah, see that's um that's the whole problem with cosmic horror, right? It's because it's the minute you try to portray it in, on film or or some or you know, like a visual medium, it immediately loses its horror because how do you describe the indescribable? Yeah. You know? The it, it's like the um yeah, something Cthulhu-esque would be terrifying. Just darkness with like, or the mist. The mist was so scary. Like, you don't know what's in. There's tentacles. Every once in a while, you see a tentacle or whatever. The unknown. That's the scariest mm-hmm. boss. Because you don't know how to beat it either. Can't I'm scared of someone you love descending into madness and like murdering. Ooh, Jesus Christ, mur- dude. Murdering their family or something. That shit really scares me because that happens. Like, not often, but it has happened. My thing with that is, like, all those kind of movies and all those shows, I'm like, it's a person. I'm not scared of people. Like, I, I can... I but if can, it's like a serial killer, though. Because I, I see what he's saying, because that that's, like, real stuff to be scared of, you know? Just yeah. Like I'm not afraid crazy. of people. But I'm it's afraid like of someone... Like, imagine if it was your daughter, or maybe, you know, your your wife or something. Yeah, I'd cut the shit out of them, dude. What the <laughs> fuck? <Yeah. laughs> I'm not scared of them. That's, yeah. that's how you handle crazy people. Yeah. Uppercuts. Yep. Problem with mental health. Pow. The crazy lunatic people only have one move. They have the knife and they lunge. You just sidestep uppercut, dude. It's done. Got it all figured out. <laughs> okay. Days also asks, what kind of role would you cast each other in in your band of protagonists? So if we're fighting this this uh, group battle here. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, well, Bobby's obviously like... I, I always think about this. It, it's weird how often I think about this. One episode, it's because I was driving my truck, and I had my trailer, and so it was, it was. You know, it's a big vehicle. It's like I don't know, twenty five feet long to all together, and it was all full of stuff. And then Minnie was helping me out at work at the time, and so he had his motorcycle, and he's like, he's driving all around me, and we're like. You know, I got the truck and he's got the car. And then I brought up, I was like, dude, what if we were all like, you know, going to a mission? What what vehicles? Bobby's like, I'm in a gyrocopter for sure. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I always picture Bobby in a gyrocopter. I don't even know what, it's like a mini helicopter, right? Yeah. It's basically what it is. With the goggles that we were talking about last yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what we said she would be driving. But uh, yeah, I would definitely put Bobby in the... Uh, engineer position like the the gadget, gadgeteer i don't know yeah. what do you think who's the guy in the helicopter in hawaii Five O? uh the black guy i think so yeah uh i don't uh, i don't remember all right well i'm definitely in the air somehow i'm aerial aerial dropping bombs yeah <laughs> uh, i don't know if you go with like the standard rpg i like i feel like i'd be like the wizard guy probably mm-hmm. and then um I don't know. You do so well at tanking, though. Ian. I always play tanks, but yeah. I just feel like that's not really like my personality. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <laughs> okay, dwarf paladin. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably tank. All right. Uh, do you believe... I, do, I make a good wall. <laughs> Great at getting in the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you believe in any superstition or tales such as the Wendigo, Chewbacca, Sl- Chewbacca Slenderman, or the Babadook? Um, I think that it's creepy out when you're in the woods, man, and you're looking out for things all the time. And I think legends start when people are hungry and they've been out there for a while and it starts playing tricks on them or, 
I mean, you spend your whole life in the woods like Native Americans did. Eventually, you're going to see some shit. Uh, who knows if it was a hallucination or what? Or it was weird. Um, I, but I won't 100% exclude the possibility of, of Bigfoot. I always think this, this is what I, the way I, I see it. California is gi-fucking-ganic. It's so big. It's so long, north to south. It's ridiculous. There's so many cities, so many people, millions and millions and millions. You all right? Yeah, I'll be right back. Okay. And, um, ooh, if Bobby's leaving, I can get really deep into my Bigfoot talk. Directly above California is another length of land the same size as California. It's in Canada, and it reaches all the way up to uh, Alaska. It's all trees. All trees. No people live there. Very few people live there. There's like one or two cities, and it's just trees. A whole other California just full of densely packed rainforest trees. Anything could live in there, man. You could, you walk for like 20 minutes, you'll get lost. Or, I mean, five minutes. It's so densely packed, the Pacific Northwest. So anything could live there, in there. I think it's like impenetrable to see. You can't fly over it. The, the canopy's too thick. You can't fly through it. The trees are too close together. It's just really, really hard to observe that entire area. But I'm not saying, I, I would give it like a 5% chance there's Bigfoot. Um, Wendigo, uh, more on that later. I'm going to bring that up later. Uh, what about you, Chris? Um, yeah, I don't really believe in, in any, any superstitions period. And yeah. then these creatures, I'm kind of like with you. Like if someone brings me like evidence, then I believe it. But yeah. I don't think. What do you think like about my second California of trees? Um, I thought it was very poetic. I'm not sure <laughs> if it's exactly like that, but it is quite dense. So anything who knows what what is in there? Yeah, I like I like the tales of like um, you know, like field work scientists, and they find an animal they thought was extinct, and they're so excited because no one's seen it in a hundred years. Mm -hmm. So I guess stuff like that could happen for bigger, scarier creatures. Um, so I'm, this is kind of kind of close to that. Um, I I want a huge construction site. We do a lot of digging, and the Museum of Natural History is there, and they watch us dig, um, you know, from afar, but they watch the machines do their work, and, you know, if they see a hint of something, because these, these huge digging machines dig, like, three, four inches at a time, so it's kind of like layers, right, just disappearing, and so they can watch history go by three or four inches at a time, and uh, if they see anything interesting, they just hop down in there, and so... Um, we've actually, they found a, um, a completely unique species there that they'd never seen before. So that was pretty cool. Or no, it was a species they knew about, but never in that time. So they didn't know that it existed in the time that they found it in, which is, it's cool. They found a bunch of buffaloes. They found, um, a tractor, uh, that was like 150 years old, stuff like that. It's cool. Like I had no idea that, you know, these guys were out there, but I'm glad that they are so that we don't like completely obliterate anything that's kind of cool yeah that's cool do you do you believe in any superstitions you know like there's popular ones like don't walk under a ladder you know stuff like that um superstitions no i don't, I don't think so i'm 
there was a time in my life that I was so staunchly atheist that I like, I got rid of all that stuff. Like, yeah, I, same. I purged it. I purged it from me. But yeah. um, I, when I uh, even got upset with people saying, "Bless you," <laughs> like when. Oh, really? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because I was like, uh, "There's nothing wrong with them." And God's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took it. I took it the other way. I make a big deal. I say, bless you. I make the cross and I pretend to put like, holy water on people. You See, know? that's a healthier like, way of doing it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Bobby, we just got slipped right into atheism while you were gone. Slipped into what? <laughs> atheism. But uh, anyway, we can get back on the back on track now. <laughs> I step away for one minute. Yeah. Oh, where you at on the Wendigo, Chewbacca, Slenderman, Baba Duke, uh, Chupacabra? I'm not too superstitious. I, I talked about this last week. The only thing that really scares me is like, you know, devil, demon possession stuff. Yeah, but um, which think, would assume that you believe in demons and devils? Yeah, you'd think so, but no. you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a rational fear. Um, but I didn't really grow up around a lot of like woods or in a very rural area, so. I, I think, you know, especially because I live downtown, I live like in the middle of chaos, you know, I, I wake up to like homeless people fighting each other and peeing in bushes. So it's not a whole lot of mysticism in that, you know, there's not a lot of mystery there. <laughs> Zero. Zero spirituality, dude. You're in the concrete jungle. Yep. Uh, all right. Cool. Yeah, that's us. But, you know, um, days she's from the woods or at least her mom lives like mm -hmm. lakeside i think so i'm sure there's all kinds of yeah we in california in san diego you don't even get you don't even get those stories you don't even get those creepy stories of like not a lot of folklore yeah there's no folklore there's zero there's zero mm -hmm. because we have playstations <laughs> i don't know i don't know uh okay she or let's see warconius asks or he says, tell us a scary story, a moment where you feel like you may poop your pants. You go ahead, Bobby. I've been talking for a little bit, but um, I got a good one for this. A scary story. I don't really have... I mean, you could, you've been scared of the cops. I mean, you could... <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter yeah, you what you're the scared red and of. The flashing in the rearview mirror yeah. is pretty scary sometimes. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I had something I wanted to say here, but I can't remember what it was now. But I don't really have too many, like terribly frightening incidents in my life i got but, mine locked in if okay go for and, it and it takes time Str strap in kids um I, i've told this story before i love this story um so i was like nine eight nine and uh we're out on a hunting trip and my uh cousin was a little bit older we went out and we both had our rifles and it's just like you know, if you're 22s, you're just shooting at rocks and shit. And mostly, you're not really hunting. You're just having fun. And we saw some squirrels. And uh, we both took a shot of at these squirrels. And uh, there's a darker one and a lighter one. And the lighter one fell. And I was like, I've never seen a white squirrel before. And so we went to go get it. Well, it, it was unclear to who, as to who killed it because we both shot it at the same time. And only one of them fell. And so we went and uh, we couldn't find it. So it either got maimed and ran off or whatever. Just couldn't find it. It got scared and ran away. Um, so that night we're at the campfire and old Uncle Joe decides that's the night to fucking tell the story of the Wendigo, the protector of the forest, who is half man and half moose. 
and uh, comes and gets you if you kill something and you don't eat it, which is exactly what I had done that day. And so I'm kind of creeped out, but I'm not like losing my shit. It's, you know, I don't believe in monsters. I'm nine. Like, I'm okay. Everything's all right. And at that time, we had a uh, a truck with a camper on it. So we were sleeping in a, a shell of, of the truck, me and my dad. And uh, we're, like, sharing a blanket or whatever. And he's drunk. He's talking. No, my brother's super drunk. He's talking in his sleep. And he's you know, fucking telling me to turn off the light. But the light is the moon, so I can't turn it off. And my it's really bright and um my dad's like super drunk and and i'm just awake waiting my impending doom and uh then i hear fucking footsteps outside and i'm like because i am on dude i am like fucking waiting and yeah fucking footsteps are outside then lots of footsteps and i'm like what's going on and i look through the window there's there's a very small windows and i like barely creep and i see horns and I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to fucking die. And and I'm fucking, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. I'm holding my dad's leg. And he's like trying to kick me off. He's not even close to being conscious. They're trying to kick me off. And I'm I'm just like, and then bang, fucking something hit the fucking truck. And I'm like, my little, I almost had a heart attack at nine years old, dude. And then after after the bang, then the footsteps went away. I was like, uh, it was fucking crazy. I, eventually, I passed out from just exhaustion. So we, I went out the next morning. I started looking around. Um, people have like herds of cows out there in just the woods, and they have them tagged so they know where to find them when they need them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bull was walking through with you know the whatever the bull and he had the fucking cat. So those are the horns. I, and then he, it just happened to randomly kick the truck. So we had this big dent in the fucking truck, but I thought it was the fucking Wendigo. Coming I mean, it all adds up. Yeah. Dude. I thought it was going to come uppercut my ass, dude. Uh, that's insane. I don't think I've heard that story before. Yeah. Uh, that's, I've never been so scared. I never will be that scared ever again. That's intense. Yeah. I mean, I don't have as good of a story as that, but I remember, um, when someone at school told me about bloody Mary, you know, you go into the mm. bathroom, turn the lights off, say it five times in the mirror, kind of like Candyman, they jump out and get you. Like I, I heard about that. And then it, this was like in like fourth grade or something. So of course I think it's real. And like, I go home and I'm keeping it together. And then, um, my dad, when, when I was young, he taught me how to play the trumpet. So like I go in his room, we'd play like duets and stuff. And like halfway through this lesson, I just like, break down crying and i'm just like he's like uh what's going on i'm like bloody mary's gonna get me she's gonna jump out of the the mirror and she's gonna suck me in and like and i just like lose it and i'm i'm surprised he didn't just laugh like oh my god are you kidding me but then like you know he he explained to me like oh no that's not real blah 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 ghost stories and all this shit but yeah it's when you're such a young kid like you'll believe so much willingly uh so it's funny. We just said that we have zero folklore, and then you knew about Bloody Mary. I knew about Bloody Mary, and Mila just brought a Bloody Mary this year for the first okay. year. Yeah, so everybody knows about Bloody Mary. I don't know if that's like folklore. Well, I mean, I guess yeah, yeah it's exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah, I guess we don't have any like local folklore. Yeah, yeah, right. Like all oh, those woods over there, them woods, <laughs> all that mountain there. You don't want to go down that mountain. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't have any like pet cemeteries around here. Um, okay, Warconius also asks. 
most gruesome deaths in a video game, and why did you enjoy them? <laughs> um, I mean, nothing beats Mortal Kombat, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, fatalities. The, yeah, that's the gr- most gruesome shit there is, I think. There might be creepier stuff or more like satanic stuff and stuff. It's yeah. just the physicality of it, but man, do they get nasty. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they get all creative with it now. Like yeah. that's the whole thing. You got to like top it, top the last one, uh, that I don't know if they continued it with the other Tomb Raider games, but that first remake had a lot of gruesome death scenes. But, uh, I don't know if that was like, uh, which one, the first Tomb Raider. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the remake, the first yeah, yeah. remake. Yeah. 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 And, and just the abuse of the girl, man, she took a, yeah, well, you, you felt it a lot more because Mortal Kombat, you kind of go in expecting it. These guys are fighting to the death and then they finish with some gruesome fatality at, at the end. But this was just kind of like, you didn't really see it coming, yeah. I guess, as much. And then, yeah, it was a little, little, little rough because of that. It was a little, now that I think about it, it's kind of like Rambo First Blood. Like that, that was the feeling. You're in the woods and they, like she's taking them out like brutally, mm-hmm. you know, and also getting the shit beat out of her. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. yeah, but I'm God. I can't think of any other ones right now, hmm. dude. dude so the, you haven't played fucking Mortal Kombat in a while. There's a blood witch now. She control. She can control people's blood. So she like her fatalities are like suck the blood out of you and stab you with your own blood. Like it's mm. fucked up, dude. <laughs> like <laughs> I can defend against that. Killed with my own blood. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, okay. Oh, another question from Days. What's something you wish was in horror games that would tap into your fears? Any, any scary game, <laughs> any scary game already has. It's funny because in real life, I'm not scared of just about anything. Like, uh, yeah, like I'm scared of not being able to pay my bills. Yeah. That, that's what I'm scared Got of. Those adult fears. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've talked about this before, but I'm I'm so sick of the run and hide games. Um, and then we talked about it a little earlier where like Cosmic Core is really cool, but it doesn't seem to work in any medium except print. You know, it's really hard right. to do it on film. It's really hard to do it in games. There's been a bunch of Cthulhu like Cosmic Horror games, but they never quite capture it too well. Yeah. And, you know, they, they just throw like the Cthulhu monster or like, you know, whatever HP Lovecraft monster into games, just kind of as a, a decorative thing almost, but it's really hard to kind of capture that. I don't know. Bobby, did you, have you heard of Lovecraft County on HBO? Oh yeah. I have heard of that. Yeah. I, I watched the first episode. It was great. And then I never went back. Hmm. Um, yeah. Anything else we want to, Christian, you got anything that you want to see in games? Anything super spooky? Nah, I never really play horror games. Hmm. So I got I got little nightmares, thing. dude. <laughs> play it off my account. Aren't we connected? Uh, we should be connected. We yeah, should. we should connect. Up. It stopped working for me um, the other day for some reason. It just said not available. I don't know what's going on with that. I yeah. still have yours. Yeah, and yours worked for the longest time because I remember I installed games yeah. and just left them installed and it worked forever. So I don't know. We'll look at it. At some Ten point. second ninja, dude. I uh, can't, can't. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's uh, holding your entire library <laughs> on its shoulders. Yeah, and the game that I have installed, 
Because we figured out at some point, like if you just install one game from the other person's library, then it seems to hold on to the account and doesn't lose the access. So the game I have installed was Round something. It was like that Plinko. Oh, yeah, yeah. Round Round Shield? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, I can't play Slay the Spire right now, and it's kind of a problem. So (laughs) working on my achievement hunting. I want to go play Round Shield now, man. I I never. Yeah, you didn't dive too deep into that game. No. Yeah. I played it once and gave it a rave review and never played it again. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got a question here from Montana VP. You Okay. Hypothetical question. You meet someone and bring them home for a sex-fueled night of fun. You have done mm-hmm. everything imaginable together and have satisfied that sexual itch you have been having. You fall asleep. And at some point in the night, you keep smelling rotting meat. You ignore it because you are so tired. When you finally wake up and turn over, you see your partner in bed next to you, but they are a weak, old, rotting corpse. What do you do? I wonder how I put myself in a coma. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, first of all, I, I feel like I've woken up next to worse, so not, not a huge <laughs> problem here. Like, I could probably work with this. But it sounded like I met, I met a zombie, dude, is what <laughs> happened. And I brought her, yeah, <laughs> I brought it back for a fun, you'll find, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd be scared that I did something. Ooh. You know, like yeah. I... Uh, uh, went crazy or took too much drugs or was so drunk. And then like, I'm just waking up and like, Oh shit, did I do this? Like, you know, Christian, I kind of blame you for this question because in, in uh discord, people were putting their Halloween questions and you're just like, this isn't good enough guys. We need something more dark. And then, uh, and then someone went a little overboard here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I don't actually know what I would do if I woke up and there was a running. I would probably call the, I would call start the cops. No, You'd would call, the call the cops on yourself? Are you oh, crazy, no, dude? dude? You got to get that wood chipper. You Fucking look, Canadians. Yeah. They have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, this kind of reminds me of a movie. If you're looking for a good scary movie, there's... Um, there's a new movie out called Titan. It's, uh, it's a French movie by... Uh, this director who makes really interesting films, but her first or one of her earlier films from 2016 is called raw. And I highly recommend that. It's one of my favorite French movies, but it's definitely not for everybody. It's pretty children. No, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But there's a scene in in there that kind of reminds me of this. Hey, there's a question for me. I don't know why he asked. Oh, I guess because I because Bobby doesn't go trick or treating. Uh, Emilio, do you trick or treat in your neighborhood, or do you go to richer neighborhoods? Um, and this is from the Livingston. Yeah, I, I towards the end of my own trick or treating uh, days. Yeah, we figured out that the richer neighborhoods were where to go, full candy bars and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and but now. Uh, I'm lucky enough to be in like a pretty nice neighborhood. So we now don't, you are the rich neighborhood. Yeah, that we are the rich neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't deserve it. Like this is not my house, but like, yeah, we're in the rich neighborhood. So yeah, we get these uh, peasants coming through and I'm like, Ooh, pull out the, the, the peasant <laughs> bag. We have, we have two bags, the little Tootsie rolls. They, yeah. they get the little Tootsie rolls. Hey babe, we got some handmade costumes. Uh, <laughs> get, 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 give them marshmallows, one marshmallow each on a toothpick. Um, and, but this, this is funny, kind of funny how this played out. We don't talk to his na- our neighbors as much as we do. We talked to like maybe one. That one told us that the rest of them are having a block party. So I just happened to have one of their phone numbers that uh, in passing. So I called him. I was like, hey, man, are you guys having a block party? He's like, yeah, like last year. And then he's like, uh, you guys should come through. And I was like, 
I well, first of all, I live here. So yeah, yeah, I'm coming through. I I live here. I can't I can't <laughs> I can't not be here for the block party. But I was like, what do you guys think about a bouncy house? And he's like, oh, that would be great. So we're gonna get a bouncy house and put it right in the middle of the cul-de-sac. And then I was like, um, uh, so I'll bring a cooler and you know some drinks and uh, order some pizzas. And he's like, oh yeah, fuck it, that sounds great, like, awesome. It, just tell me the bill. I was like, no, we'll, we'll pick it up. Don't worry about it. And then I realized, like, not only did I invite myself to this party, I basically took the, took over. <laughs> You're now the party planning committee. Yeah, nah, yeah. Look in my eyes. I'm the, <laughs> I, I'm the captain now. Oh, my God. Dude, suburban life is crazy. I kind of miss it, man. Yeah. It's like king of the hill out here. Like, you could go out there and just drink beer with, with the neighbors. Yeah. And, yep. For sure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I think it was a good one. Maybe we should fire Nick. <laughs> He's weighing us down. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I, I, I guess you'll know after tonight if you see any cool costumes. But, you know, working out of school, I always see. There's always a day where the kids come to school dressed up. But didn't see really any uh, amazing ones. Although one kid came to school dressed as Garfield. Wow. Just Garfield. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking genius, dude. I want to dress at Garfield and just walk around and be like, Mondays, am I right? You know, that's out of like, how does that kid know about Garfield? I don't know. I mean, it's Garfield. You know, he's out there. Like, he's a thing. Kind of universal. Yeah. Have you seen? Oh, you want to see some creepy stuff, dude? Have you ever seen? Uh, I love you, John. Or I'm sorry, John. No. Uh, pull that shit up, dude. <laughs> um, I love you. Uh, I'm sorry, John. Subreddit. It's um, it's like horror garfield that kills oh, and I have John. That. okay yes i have seen that yeah we're <laughs> maybe do top of all time maybe something like that yeah i yeah and they some really good uh, there's some really good really good drawings here yeah people like turning garfield into like this and giant scary monster and oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i found this on imager one day these are not just creepy they're they're like disturbing. There's like so yeah. There's, there's some, like really disturbing stuff on here too. Yeah. So check that. Out. Oh, look at that one. They're coming out of the page. Yeah. Yeah. They always turn them into like like what we were talking about, uh, like a Lovecraftian thing. Yeah, and there is something a little like unsettling about Garfield too. Like I don't know. You could definitely. It's not a far reach when you see some of these. You're just like, yeah, that's a logical. Oh, dude, look at that one, dude. The top, <laughs> go up a little. Oh, oh my god. Yikes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it, they are rough. Oh, boy. Okay, we should wrap this up. What are we playing next week? Dude, there's so much good shit. Like, mm -hmm. can you tell me right now that there's no way you're touching Left 4 Dead? I mean, uh, Back, for, Back Blood. for Blood. Yeah, probably going to keep playing that. Right? Yeah. But then you also have Age of Empires. Yeah, Age of Empires. Right? And then you're supposed to play Rift Breaker. Oh, by the way, Rift Breaker is on a hiatus because of uh, Nick not being here. Mm -hmm. uh, Rift Breaker you're supposed to play. You know? And where's the time? Yeah. And then there was, I mean, there's a slew of other games that I wanted to get <coughs> to as well. But yeah, we're, we're in that time of the year, you know, from now until like December where there's just going to be lots of big releases. D Deep Rock Galactic, big update coming. Definitely yeah. going to be jumping into that whenever I get back from DLG Con. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we won't be talking about games too much next week, but... Uh, our, our gaming conventions get in the way of our gaming, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, at least next week, see, we don't have to talk about games because we're going to be talking about DLG Con. So we're kind of off the hook for a week. Yeah, yeah. 
We get yeah. a pass next week. All right, Christian, you got to get off this website, dude. This is like too much for me right now. It's a lot, dude. It's 11 in the morning on a Sunday. <laughs> I should be in church right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking for Bobby, Chris, and myself, Garfield, Monsters Garfield Tits. Bye. Well, you know that's on that subreddit. <laughs> Is this for this TV? Yeah. Oh, and it's never use it? No, I use it all the time. When I turn stuff on, I usually keep it right there, though. Yeah. Yeah. Got all sorts of stuff. Because <laughs> Mila's been looking. She has a TCL, and hers has been missing. Oh.